the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Most Sunday mornings, do we not begin with these words, God's grace, God's mercy, and God's peace? Do we not begin virtually every Sunday morning with those three words? And what is the first word that is mentioned? First word mentioned is grace. Last week, Pastor Smitke was here. He preached on one of the three foundations of Luther. Soli fides, soli faith. And this week, soli grace. And leading up to Reformation two weeks from today, next week, sola scriptura, soli the word of God. But on this weekend at this service, one word, and the one word is grace. We have a theme we're following this year, July, August, September, now October. It's there on the back, that banner. Reach out into the deep waters with purpose. Reach out into the deep waters with purpose. We're talking about you. We're talking about 51 weeks worth of saying to you in so many aspects of your life, You ought to get out of the shallow waters, and you ought to go out into the deep waters with one purpose. And it's not fishing for fish, and it's not fishing for money, and it's not fishing for popularity. It is fishing for people, for God's kingdom. Reach out into the deep waters. But on this Sunday, unlike the 51 other weeks that will hold this theme... On this Sunday, it is nothing about you, and it is nothing about me. For when we talk about grace, we're not talking about anyone sitting here in these pews. We're talking about God himself. God himself reaching down into the deep waters for one purpose, to forgive man's sin. This Sunday, nothing about you. You can sit back and relax. This is all about God and what he has done for you and for me. God has quite a dilemma. Kind of like the dilemma a parent has when you got a teenage kid and you're really, really angry at them. And they've done something that makes you so angry, you tell them, I'm going to ground you for five years. And then as soon as you've said it, you realize that maybe you've extended a bit further than you meant. So how are you going to backtrack? How are you going to remain the parental figure of authority, and yet you've got to backtrack a little bit? Here's God. He said to Adam and Eve, you can eat of every tree that's in the garden, but if you touch, forget eating, if you touch the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will certainly die. What a dilemma God has. There's no one he loves more than the children he's created in his own image. 
There's nothing in all creation he loves as much as he loves Adam and Eve. And when they not only touch that fruit, but they actually eat it, what a dilemma for God. He has said, when you touch it, you die. They've touched it. What shall God do? He shall send his son, and his son shall die in our stead. And the one word that exemplifies the sending of his son, the one word that exemplifies why Adam and Eve did not die, but his own son did die, the one word is the word grace. 131 verses in the New Testament, that's how many verses one could pick for the sermon text. I'll pick a very familiar one. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, by grace are ye saved through faith. That faith is not of yourself, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. The gospel that Pastor Shawa picked for this week. Jesus came and dwelt among us for a time. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Grace. Aristotle said it was the most beautiful word that the Greek language ever came up with. Archbishop Trench said... If there is only one word that God would leave to humanity, the one word that I would ask him to leave is the one word called grace. It is about God reaching down into the deep waters of humanity with one purpose. How do I remain just and yet set these people free from death? And the one word that describes that equation is the word grace. If I told you I was going to preach on grace, you'd say, well, maybe we'll stay home. That's not too exciting a word. If I told you I was going to preach on grace, then you'd be sitting over there someplace and maybe you could be on your iPhone and no one would notice you're on your iPhone. Grace is that sort of word. It means nothing to you until you need it. His name was John Newton. I've talked about him before. I spent a week reading a 385-page book on John Newton. Slave trader makes nine trips to Africa, and every time he goes to Africa, he spends several weeks Gathering up slaves, ripping them apart from their families, 220 of them every trip down in the bowels of a boat, 40% of them dying in the six-week period going from Africa over to Europe. And he blinks, not an eye, nor does anyone else in the society of that time. 1,800 slaves in those nine trips to Africa. 40% of them die and he blinks, not an eye. But the time comes when he's on that boat. 
And the time comes when the waves are 50 feet high. And the time comes like with Jonah. He realizes he is going to die and sink to the bottom of that ocean. He'll never see his wife again. He'll see no one else again. And at that moment, his life becomes precious to him. Doesn't matter that so many lives have been lost during those nine trips to Africa. Now it's his life. And he gets down on his knees in that boat and he's like the thief on the cross. He says, God, now that I'm about to die, I see the magnitude of my sin. Now that I'm about to die, I ask you to forgive me and to deliver me. And God extends him a bone. And his life is spared. And from that day forward, there's never a day as long as he lives until he dies at age 82. That he does not look at that moment on that boat and say, that is a moment that God's grace came to me. The hymn that you just sang, it's the most famous hymn, it's the most well-sung hymn in all the world. One word, the word grace. It is said of John Newton, as he became one of the most famous preachers in all the world, influencing the life of George Whitfield, William Wilberforce there in Parliament, who after 40 years finally has the slave trade abolished in England. It is said of John Newton that he never preached a sermon. He never wrote a poem. He never wrote a hymn in which he did not go back to how dreadful a sinner he was and how great was the grace of God. You think grace a boring word until you need it. And then it's the most important word you ever hear. David, adultery with Bathsheba, the murder of Uriah, what's the most important word you ever heard, David, on this earth? Grace. What's the most important word, Simon Peter? You cursed and you swore and you said, I don't know who this guy Jesus is. Get off my case. And then you go out and weep bitterly. What's the most important word you ever heard on this earth, Peter? The word is grace. To Moses and to Abraham and to the disciples and to you and to me and to you and to me endlessly. This word that seems so boring at the time becomes the most important word you and I shall ever hear. And the word is grace. Amazing grace. You say, what can I pay for grace? Nothing. It is unlimited mercy. It is undeserved favor. It is unmerited love. It's 40 years ago that I'm on my vicarage in Havana, Illinois. August 1977 through July of 1978. The gentleman comes walking in. He's unshaven. Smells of alcohol, 
says, where's Pastor Bider Wheaton? I need to talk with him. I said, he's gone. He's up in Mayo's Clinic visiting a member up there. I said, can I talk with you? He said, you're pretty young. I don't know if I want to talk with you. I said, we have no choice. The other guy's gone. And into my office he comes. He says to me, he's around 50 years of age. I'm 23, 24. He says to me, I'm not fit to be saved. I'm not fit to be saved. Not fit to be saved. Says it over and over again for two, three, four minutes. Buries his head in his hand. Begins to sob. I'm not fit to be saved. He tells me, this is 40 years ago, he tells me he spends $10,000 a year on alcohol and pornography. He tells me that he's stealing money from the bank where he works in order to pay for those two addictions. He said, I don't have any goodness in me. I am not fit to be saved. 23 years of age, one month into the ministry, and there's only one word that I could think of to share with him. And the one word was grace. And I talked about David and I talked about Peter and I talked about Moses and I talked about Abraham. And I talked about the 100 different biographies in the Bible in which people needed one thing from God. And that one thing was grace. In October... I went out to his place, out in the country. We build a big bonfire. And into the bonfire went every book and video and magazine that he had. I kept in touch with him for a year and a half after the vicarage was done. Last letter he wrote to me was, I have cancer. I have a month left to live. The most important word you ever shared with me, Pastor, was the one word, grace. Because by grace am I saved. Do you and I need grace? Let me ask you a question. Is there a moment in your life, I would not like to live my life over again, I would like certain moments back. Is there a moment in any one of your lives that you would say to God, give me that moment over again. Give me that moment over again. Give me that minute over again. Because I would do something totally different than what I did. Anyone here that cannot say there is something in your life that if you had to do it over again, in a heartbeat you would. 
It doesn't happen. You don't get those moments again, but one thing does happen. The one thing that happens is God's grace. And the sins forgiven. And the moment, Micah 7.18, is this, it never were. Romans 8.1, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Luther, our speaker, a number of years ago, stood in this pulpit. He told a story about Dwight L. Moody, a nightmare that Moody had. He died and he went to heaven and there were thousands and thousands of his parishioners standing there. The angel grabs the sheet of paper, the list of his sins on this earth. And the angel opens his mouth to begin to read the sins of Dwight L. Moody. And Moody said, I was sick at heart realizing that all of the members I had preached to were going to hear about my sins on this earth. And then Moody said, in my dream, Jesus came from the right hand of the throne of God. He ripped the paper out of the angel's hand. And he said, this man has been saved by my grace. Aristotle, secular, most beautiful word in the Greek language, grace, from a secular writer. Martin Luther, three, solely faith, that's you and me by the working of the Holy Spirit, faith in God. Solely scriptura, that's you and me. Got to pick up God's word and read it or it does you no good. But the third one, solely grace, it is only God reaching down into the deep waters and saying to John Newton, to Martin Luther, to Charles Wesley, to Simon Peter, to you and to me, forgiven by my grace. 60 seconds, I'm done. Now, I'll bring us into play. I will say to you that the deepest waters you will ever enter are the waters of you extending grace to someone else. Someone's sinned against you. Someone's hurt you very badly. They've spread stories about you. You had a wicked boss, man, and and you were just out of a job. Someone in the family sinned against you. The deepest waters you will ever venture are these waters. Saying to that person who hurt you so badly... I extend you grace. Doesn't mean you bring them back into your life. Maybe, maybe not. That's not the point. The point is that you are not so eaten up by hatred and anger and vengeance that you ruin your own life. 
That's why the Bible says, forgive your enemies, bless those who curse you. That's why the Bible says it. Because the Bible understands that the greatest thing you shall ever do, the thing that puts you closest to God, is to extend grace to someone who doesn't deserve it. To extend grace to someone who doesn't deserve it. Those are very deep waters. In our Lord's name, amen. Would you rise as we pray? Jesus said to the scribes and Pharisees, I have not come for you. They said to him, we don't need you. And he said to them, I've only come for those who are sick. I've only come for those who need my grace. And if you are so arrogant to think that you do not need me, then you are in very dangerous territory because grace cannot be bestowed unless you ask for it. Heavenly Father, Newton repented, Peter repented, David repented. We, I pray, have repented. And when we repent, then the floodgates are open for this thing called grace. As we have received that grace from God, may our hearts be so moved to do something almost impossible. To extend grace to someone else in our lives. Someone in the far distant past, someone right now, someone in the future. To extend undeserved mercy and unlimited love to some other person on this earth. Grace is the word. A great foundation of peace for our lives. In our Savior's name, amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.